Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. To hell and back is in the job description. Being roughed up, scuffed up, run over, kicked, thrown, dropped, dunked, and done the unthinkable is a duty we've embraced for more than 40 years. Through superior engineering and constant innovation, only Pelican has conquered the chaos a life of ambition can dish out. And we've done it to empower you. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. What's going on, Facebook and YouTube? What's up, Rye? How you doing? Oh, you know, hanging out at the house today. Mm-hmm. Yep. How's the <laughs> How's the studio without me? Uh, be sure I got a lot of room at this table, bro. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Be sure to enjoy one of the summer shandies on me. You know me, I don't drink and drive, man. I know. A long ride home. <laughs> um, had an epic show Monday night. Uh, that was pretty pretty stellar. Yeah. Nice and long, man. That's like one of the longest ones. I think the one that is the longest one I've ever been on. It was just shy of three and a half hours. Yeah. I think uh, we had 10, 10 or 11 giveaway winners. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Uh, a lot of interaction, a lot of, a lot of great guests uh, and things like that. So um, it was pretty cool. For those of you that won, you're tuned in tonight. All that stuff will be shipping out this weekend. So you should see that next week. 
been a busy week of podcasts for myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is show number three for the week. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, if you guys missed the last uh, OG show, we had Armando Salon, uh, Jimmy Skinner. We were talking about the three big kayak tournament series. And, uh, you know, Armando was fired up, had some things to say. Uh, me and Jay kind of played devil's advocate because I think when you're looking at those types of things, you got to play you know, look at both sides of the story. Right. And, and, you know, I think, uh, it, it was all great discussion. Um, everybody, um, had some pretty valid talking points and things like that. And then we found out our man, Drew Gregory was in the van screaming at his radio and things like that. <laughs> so, uh, he, we, we, you know, he reached out and he was like, Hey, I want to come on and talk about this. So, uh, Let's see. We got Armando and Drew in the house tonight. Let's get those guys in here. Armando. I'm pretty sure he like specifically said Armando in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think at one point, me and Ryder's missed that back. <laughs> no, I, I, like I said, man, I think I think it's it's great to hear everybody's point of views, and and that's how you make things better, right? So. Yeah. What better way than to do it than like an open conversation like this? And and uh, you know, if you guys watching at home, um, you know, got input, drop it in the comments. Let's talk about it. So, um, Drew's at Champlain. So thanks for taking time, man. Uh, yeah, you guys can see here it's pretty beautiful out here. Yeah, you yeah, got nice. great reception, by the way. Good. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. That does look nice, there's, there's man. Theo. Theo, you gotta go there to bed, go. buddy. What's up, buddy? You gotta go to bed. Go to bed. Dad said go to bed. Go to sleep. Go to sleep, buddy. <laughs> the, Theo's first podcast appearance, you know? There you yeah, go. There we go. Just like dad one day. I like there it. There we go. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, I'm up here. Uh, just got. I literally just got back from pre-fishing. So I actually almost forgot that we had this going on. I'm glad Jay sent me that message. <laughs> I was scarfing down <laughs> I'm scarfing down spaghetti. I get that message. Yeah. Oh, shoot. It's Thursday. Now, anyone who tournament fishes, you know what I'm about to say is true. You don't – when you're there for a few days before, you know what I mean, to pre-fish, you don't know what day it is. No. Because the no. world just goes in warp speed from the moment you start pre-fishing till the end of that tournament. And time's never gone by faster than, than during tournament weeks. I'm telling you, it's crazy. So, I didn't know what day it was. I'm glad you sent me that message. And uh, glad to be on here. I'm, I'm not going to be on here, like, too long or anything. I do have to get some rigging done and get to sleep to get up early tomorrow, but uh, you know, maybe hang out for half an hour or so, whatever. Yeah, and, so uh, you some kind of sissy man? Come on. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> let's keep it together. <laughs> Trust me. If you would have seen the stuff I've been doing up here and where I've done this pack, you would definitely not be saying I'm some kind of sissy. <laughs> that means Drew found that 10% of water he was talking about on yeah, uh, I think Monday so. night. Yeah. yeah, I got your I got your five percent of my five. Five percent, uh, Kate. There you go. <laughs> I, I went back and re-listened to that episode again. That was fun being on with you guys and uh, listen to Aaron Steiger, listen to Kate, listen to all the guests. It was it was a good good show all the way around. It was funny because when Kate said that about me, I literally was just getting out of the shower and I turned the you know after I got off the podcast, I turned it back on and all I hear is. I just want to beat Drew Gregory and Mike Iaconelli. And I'm like, yeah. what? I got a comment. I'm like, I'm like yeah. dripping wet in the shower. And I'm like, I got a comment. I'm like, it's on Kate. It's on Kate. So uh, it was good. But anyway, um, not to belabor the point here. So 
you guys had a great show on talking about, you know, the, the Bass Nation Kayak Series Championship and how they do things and all that. And Armando, I, I feel like he brings up a good point. I'm on Armando's side of this argument. If there, You guys are playing what? devil advocate, so I'm not saying there's even a side. You guys were just choosing the other side to play <clears throat> devil's advocate. But our, I was used as an example quite a bit on the show because I did win the Hobie VOS AOI. And my point was simply what Armando was saying is the AOIs, and I think they're going to have one next year, Bass. Sure, okay, I think sure, they're gonna have sure, one. sure. So this isn't like a big deal. But it's it's what he said. It was the, the thing that I, I should have re-listened to the episode, honestly, while I was driving around today because there was a few points. But the main one I wanted to hit on was the AOI is not that hard to do at all. It's like mm-hmm. – a spreadsheet you can put in, all, like a, all the standings, and that it spits out the numbers. There's ways to do it quick. No one's no one has to sit there like manually and whatever. But even if you did it manually, I mean, look, there's not that many people. It's not that long. It doesn't take that long to pull the AOI together for six tournaments or five. Sure. And what it does, is, and by the way, they sell. If you have an AOI, even if it takes time, they sell sponsorships for the AOI. You know, so like Farwide mm-hmm. is sponsored for. Um, you know, KBF and for Hobie BOS. So they, so even if it takes a little bit of time, the money they're going to get for getting sponsorship for, it's going to way outweigh, you know what I mean? The amount of time it would take to pay somebody to calculate it and post a graphic about it and keep, keep the entry going. It keeps these podcasts going and talk about it. It keeps the anglers names up always, which was Armando's point. It keeps the anglers names in the forefront because like you said, everyone was looking at Jody and Russ mm-hmm. and, and I kind of slid in, but, Fortunately, I was. They did have an AOI with Hobie, and and it just gave people reason to kind of talk about. It. And it helps us. And since since I did win AOI, when I'm at the Classic and I'm at ICAST, dude, I've got obviously I've been very fortunate and blessed to have some cool things on my resume that I mention if I have a quick few seconds with a marketing person from a company. Obviously, don't go down this long resume. You just hit the highest points because Hobie had an AOI and I won it. That's one of the things that I of course mentioned. Like, hey, I'm the reigning angler of the year yep. for uh, Hobie Bass Open Series, which most people, you got, you know, tell me if y'all disagree, which most people in the industry commonly refer to as the highest level of competitive kayak fishing. It, it seems to have, if there was a power rankings, you know, for kayak anglers, you're going to have more of those top anglers in those, in that series, I think, than others, but it's close. You know what I mean? Obviously the other ones are, are very talented as well. They're very close and I fish them all. So they're all great. But anyway, it, Armando was right. I feel like it's a huge thing because if the anglers are getting exposure, it gives Hobie the exposure. See what I'm saying? If I get, if I go and I get more sponsorships or I gain more value in that area, a sponsorship means that company's going to use me in their marketing once they sponsor me because there's no point in sponsoring somebody if they're not going to use your imagery, your videos, or something. And this is actually a great example. Thirteen Fishing is my rod and reel sponsor, and if you guys follow Bass Master Bass Nation on Instagram or go to their bassmaster.com. Uh, they posted today the Tech Tip Tuesday, which they always do, and it's a video of me. It's sponsored by 13 Fishing. It's basically um, a tip video, but 13 Fishing you know, sponsors it, and um, they put it together. They edited it, and it's me explaining. I haven't even watched it yet, uh, but I sent them all the footage, so I'm sure it was a, a good edit. But I explained uh, how I feel like the best way to fool a bass is a reaction bite. So if, it, if I gain in some, some reach, right, then it's only helping Hobie and KBF and Bass if, if you know, I'm the AOI because it's, just, it's only – the anglers are helping, you know, the series and the series are helping the anglers, so to speak. And without an AOI, you can't, you can't 
do that. You know what I mean? It's as easily. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, uh, I thought Armando had a good point that it, it's not that much work. It's not effort. And what do you guys uh, think about that? Do you feel, do you feel it hurts bass by not having the AOI? Oh, for sure. I mean, but it, it's just this, they're just dipping their toes in the water this whole thing. So <laughs> they're going to have, they're going to have one probably next year. But the other reason they didn't have one guys is because it's not just, you know, they're, it's, it's early. It's because they only had like five regular season events. It's hard to have an AOI over five events because yeah, John, that's a great comment. John rap over there in the comments saying it's scratch scratching each other's back. And it is, it really is. So anyway, but um, I think that with five events, it's hard to have an AOI because if you even use the KBF for Hobie where your top three count, man, that's five events still spread very far apart and it doesn't give you much opportunity to, uh, to call uh, one out, you know, if you have a, you know, or even get to all of them, if you've got a wedding, a birthday party, it's just not enough because this is still a, a series for the average Joe who's working and you know, working man. And, and uh, if I don't think five is enough, you know what I mean? So I think that if they do an AY next year, they should probably hopefully have, you know, maybe six, seven or eight of these things, move it up a little bit and let the top three count the top three events count hundred points for a win, something like that is what it, we'd, we'd all love to see. So, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. If there's one thing other than the the angler of the year that you think they really need to improve on, what do you what do you <laughs> think that might be? I think you guys talked about it. I think two day tournaments has to be done, and I think we'll see it. And the reason I say it has to be done is because I think people see the the bass, um, the name, and they feel like, well, this has to be the highest level of competitive you know fish kayak fishing or whatever and a two-day tournament a one-day tournament doesn't ever prove who really is the best angler mm -hmm. it's like a go golf tournament's four days bass fishing tournaments most of them are three or four days at the highest level and you'll see when you go to the national championship or, or the hobie events or the ones that are two days that more often than not the same names continue to pop up um not every time but but there's a reason you know why you see those those same names, the, the Cody Milton's, Jody Queen, Russ Snyder's, Christine Fisher's, uh, Guillermo, whatever, whoever, you just you name it, right? It's the same, a lot of the same names because the more days you have, the more it, it really allows the, the better anglers to eventually kind of figure it out and, and get there. But anybody can kind of, not anybody, but it's it's a little easier to win a one-day tournament because you just have one good day and that's, that's it. You don't got to back it up. So... True. Uh, I think I think I need to change it to two day tournaments. Yeah, to get back to your question, just to that's that feels like more, uh, you know, elite to have at least at least two days, you know, and then one sure. day we hopefully three where the only the top ten top ten fish on the third day. If you have a kayak fishing elite series one day, um, that would be ideal where people are doing this more full time and and uh, hey, if you make the top ten and you got to. You know, you know, start it do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or something like that, yeah. and it, you know, it's it's going to be hard for some people to do, but it, it is what it is. You don't, you know, if it's an elite series and people are doing it more full time, then they'll they'll obviously make the time to do that. And and um, people fished FLW tour. I mean, that were had full time jobs. You know, my uh, a guy that I met at ICAST and became friends with because we were on the same bass and birdies on the golf team on a one of the pre event things they do down at ICAST. His name is Kyle Weisenberger. He fishes FLW, uh, former FLW, whatever, the big five now. And he was a school teacher uh, all the years he fished FLW. And his principal would let him off because most of their events were kind of during the summer. And then the ones that weren't, he would get those off. So 
people will make the adjustments they need to make, you know, to, to make it happen. Once this becomes more of a, a full-time elite series and maybe we get some live stream on that final day and, and they can start, you know, get selling sponsorships for that um, as well. So. Did, and and I may sound like a dummy for no, not knowing this, but did they have folks out on the water getting coverage of you guys fishing? At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. They had some, um, and I actually told them, I said, look, I'm on a school of fish. If you guys want to come, come, you know, with me, come on. And then they said, well, can, can a boat get in there? And I was like, eh, I don't know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no one drew? Probably <laughs> not. I was like, maybe, maybe not. I was like, maybe not. You're like, how much water can that thing float in? Is that a deep V? I was like, you yeah. better have a flat bottom. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, you got a jet boat. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they, they, they did have some people on the water covering it. So, but um, in, in another I can't remember which podcast I was on um, recently was talking about this, but another thing that uh, someone brought up was how, you know, we, we need to see kike anglers having bigger sponsorships and bigger, you know, sponsors and guys need to get out there. It needs to happen because some guys are just winning all the time, but it really, it's going to happen. We're going to get there, but um, we can, we can sort of like not complain, but you know, you can sort of gripe if you want about the payout at, at different payouts. And, it, and a lot of people, you know, some people did about that one, the, championship there in pasta kingdom but here's what you got to look at too they have they're giving us they're taking that money like you guys said this was another part of the conversation you guys had they have so much overhead right and overhead what they're doing is with that overhead it's not like it's not benefiting the angler it's the tv production they have even just us on stage showing off the live streaming yeah there's a lot of overhead going on there so um we need to take advantage of that as the anglers and take that exposure And you, and then turn around, and, and we get our we get our money that way from these a big event like this. It doesn't, you know, they give us a big stage, so we need to use that and turn around, and we can still get paid, even though not technically with the payout, as much as we had hoped it would have been. But we can still get paid through the exposure they're giving us because it means, dude. Think about it. if you could say, I'm the reigning angler of the year for you know Bass Nation Kayak Series, like Bass. Yeah. That that means something to all these companies, like. Look at the companies worth the classic Cooper Tires and Toyota and all these big name companies that that are non-endemic that don't and again no offense but they don't know what a Hobie BOS is they don't know what a KBF Trail Series is they don't know but they know what Bass is because they sponsor Bass they're at the classic so there is the that's the advantage that Bass is is also giving us their huge following and the the name that everyone knows because one secret guys and how you get more sponsors if you want to learn it's like if you get a sponsor that's known, like you guys were raving the other day about Pelican, right? Everyone knows Pelican. They make these great cases. That credibility that you're with Pelican is going to help you guys get the next big sponsor because everyone wants to see who you're working with already. So when people, when I tell people, you know, one of the few things I do mention if I have a short amount of time is like, hey, I've been with GoPro for like 10 plus years. You know, I mentioned some big, a few of my bigger name sponsors that people know, like PowerPole and things like that, people in the industry, Z-Man. And that's, 
the credibility that gets me to hopefully get that sponsor. So anyway, you get what I'm saying. We, we need to take, uh, eventually one day we need to, you know, if the payouts aren't as good as we, we'd hope we can, we can make it up by the exposure sure. they're giving us because they're using the money they're taking out of the payout. They're using it to give us that stage and that to keep the you know lights on for what they're doing. That gives us the exposure. that's going to help us get a Cooper tires or something big yeah. like that. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I want to touch on them. Um, my bad. I wanted to touch on something because I didn't bring it up in the podcast because I wasn't sure how true this statement was, but you're more in touch with what Bass is doing. Now, one of the things that I, and I got, and I, I think I can't remember who, and I'm not going to say who, who wrote it in case it's not accurate, but somebody wrote on the KBN page that at some point Bass had said that they were going to do like holdouts to pay for the national championship. That did not happen. That did not yeah. happen at all. Is that, and that's my big grab. And I didn't mention it cause like yeah. I knew about it, but I never heard it officially from Bass. So I'm like, I'm not going to put it something out there that I don't know if it's true or not. Mm -hmm. Do you know for a fact that that's true? Did you hear from Bass no. saying, hey, we're going to move money around from the, from the other tournaments and we're going to use it to pay out similar to what Hobie does in their TOC? Yeah. I never heard it, but, um, I would say it'd be in the handbook. They have those PDFs when you go on their website, you yeah. can download. It, it's If it's not in there, then it's not factual. Official, I mean, yeah. Official, yeah, that's the word, yeah. So I, I would I would hope they would have, but again, I mean, I you know, I, I'm with you though, Rhonda. I wish it would have been more, and because I just, here's what I feel like they should have done. They shouldn't have, on the championship, I don't feel like they should have paid out all the way to 30th place because – you know, most trails pay 10%, right? That's what most trails mm -hmm. do. And for the championship, we could have, I think it would have been important to have the biggest number at the top possible. Mark, for Mark to win 35 mm -hmm. grand or 30 grand, that would have looked better than yep. 20 and then paying out because this is the championship, man. You know, I don't, I feel like you, the reason why they did that structure, just so you guys know, they have a structure they continually use that translates over to their bass boat world. But the reason why they have a structure that goes so deep is because the elite series and the, and other professional trails like the NPFL, if you look at theirs or uh, major league fishing, they pay out so deep because those guys are doing this full time. So you can't take loss after major hit after hit, after hit, after hit without recouping your entry fees and maybe making a little like 5,000 here mm -hmm. or there. So that's why they pay out so deep, but we don't have people doing this a few maybe, but full time, hundred percent. So they didn't need to do that. You know what I mean? They could have taken all that money from like 15th place down stacked it up at the top and that would have looked a little bit nicer, you know, because that's one, one way for sure that our sport will get a little bit more, a little bit more credibility and respect when people start seeing yep. these huge checks being held up, you know? So maybe yeah. they'll tweak that for the championship, everything else, you know, pay out top 30 places on every other tournament. If you want during the year, regular season, but the championship hold back a little bit and then do, do that. Just top 10% and have a biggest, biggest check possible. And hopefully Armando add, some tourism money in now that they have time to kind of get yep. ahead of the game. I think we're going to see them have time to shop around to, you know, Greenwood, South Carolina or Augusta or Buford, Georgia, all these lakes, these you know towns near next year for Hartwell and get some real money because they have the media they've developed from this year's event to kind of like show this is what it is. All these guys come into town, they spend all this money and it, you know, anyway, hopefully we'll get it. It'll get there. Yeah, I, think, I can. I think going back to what you said, you know, the big number of checks. I mean, 
you know, that's what you hear about. Like when the KBF national championship was a hundred thousand dollars for first place or, you know, the Hobie TOC at what was it? 40 or 50 grand. Like, you know, guys chase that all year because they know those checks are going to be beefy. I totally agree with that. But, you know, getting to what you were saying about like guys doing it more full time, guys and gals, sorry, um, Mm -hmm. doing it more full time. I mean, What's your take? How long do you think it's it's going to take to get to that? Because, I mean, we're still, we're you know, like I know a lot of people like to think kayak fishing is a lot bigger than it is currently. But, I mean, we're still in our infant stages, yep. you know? Um, yeah. I mean, realistically, what are we, seven, eight years old? Like no, as far as much. like big, bigger tournaments, no. you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's it's – I think it's a few years years away for bass. They they they'll need a few years to keep continue to kind of build it. But it's I think what they need to do if you want to get something more full time, you need to have um, entry fees that are a lot bigger. You know uh, because then the payouts are bigger, and the and the sponsors because one of the ways I sell what I do is I have a spreadsheet showing where I'm going, and the travel costs, the gas costs, lodging, everything, and the entry fees. You know, I have miscellaneous column for fishing licenses. I add it all up. And then, and then I show the sponsors, hey, I'm spending like whatever, like $20,000, just say, uh, on all this stuff. Now, when that goes up to, hey, guys, I'm spending $40,000 because the entry fees are bigger, they're going to be willing to kick in some more because, you know, they, they, they see a kayak fishing is growing. All, the, all these um, companies do. So I think we got to get those entry fees up a little bit more and uh, – you know, the, the, the payouts. And then the, the key to all that, honestly, part of the key is we got to figure out a way to live stream it on the final day like they yep. do the elite, elite series and everything else because then that's something for them to sell. That's more exposure for the anglers, in which case um, we can sell that to our sponsors because, trust me, the, the pros out there, they're selling the fact that, hey, I may only have whatever. A lot of the Bass Elite guys, if you guys look, a lot of them don't have that many uh, YouTube followers or Facebook sure. or Instagram, especially yep. the new guys. They can't sell that. Christine Fisher could sell that. You know what I mean? Um, Greg Blanchard can sell that. So they're taking – so the place of the live streaming to all those people, right, the, the videos that Christine and Greg do, and uh, I used to do more of, and I'm still trying to get back to it. But anyway, I, I go to a lot of places that I don't really want seen sometimes. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been like – I film it all, and I'm like, yeah, I really don't want to post this, but I, oh, I can't give away this certain area. Anyway. But they're they're making those videos to take the place of the value that the Bassmaster Elite guys are saying. I'm on live stream for to this many people. You know what I mean? And so, um, I, I think that's kind of. I think you're not going to have a choice though in the long run because they're they're going to force it on you either way. You know what I mean? It won't be it won't be your show. It'll be theirs. So one well, of these I, days they're going to give up their spot. You know yeah, what I mean? Oh, it's yeah, just oh, going to yeah, happen. Well, that, that's exactly right. See, I don't mind giving up my spot and having people following me if there's a value in return for me. So if they're filming mm-hmm. it live streaming and basses, it's BASS going out to, you know, hundreds and thousands of people, then I get paid by the value that that exposure brings me. And I can say to my sponsors and you, and you could do it, deals that have incentives in it. Um, but I think right now, just a little tip to everybody, the simpler you keep the deals, especially on the kayak side to sponsors better you know what i mean but mm-hmm. anyway but i don't mind jay hey you're right one day they're gonna live stream it and that's when i'm excited to like burn yeah. it down throw it off and it's whatever at least <laughs> it got me it got me a, a a camera on me which means i was in the top 10 and hopefully 
hopefully winning, right? And B, the exposure that came from it. And it, it's like the simple rule of marketing and all of marketing is the more you see a brand, the more you see a name, the more you see something, the more likely you are to buy it. That's why, you know, when they're campaigning, that's why you see uh, those uh, campaign signs in people's yard constantly, right? The more you see something, it's just the more likely you are. And that's, that's the way it is with sponsorship. That's the way it is. These marketing directors don't have time to listen to every podcast, watch everything and see everything. So the more you can get out there, the more likely they're going to be watching one or seeing something. They're going to hear, hear your name. So mm-hmm. there's value when, when Bass used my, um, or 13 Fishing, you know, wanted to use me for a tech tip Tuesday for Bass Nation. And I got, obviously, like, I'm on Bass Nation's Instagram. I'm on their website. That's That lives for a week until the next one. Uh, I, I would assume most of my sponsors are following Bass Nation, right, on Instagram and go and seeing that. If they're, if they're a marketing director, or I really should say a pro staff manager or director, is doing their job. So, boom, there was one that I got in front of their face. They saw it. It's like it keeps me relevant. The more relevant you are, the more likely you are when it comes to negotiation time to talk sponsorships. You are going to either, you know, maybe get a little bit more money or even just get the sponsorship if you're looking to get that category filled. But anyway, you guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I think one of the, the end game when we talk about the end game for kayak fishing is live streaming. And the opportunity for kayak anglers to not have to pay out of their pocket for the winnings. That's not that I'll agree with John Rapp could take close to 10 years. But I think honestly, I think it should take less. I, I, I think five years before it starts really blowing up and maybe 10 years where it's like, okay, now you can don't have to worry about tournament fees. The my biggest and let me I'm not hating on bass. I'm happy bass is here. We need bass. To, for this to get take to the next level. I agree with that. What I do have an issue with Bass is, and this is not a reflection on Dwayne Wally. He's doing all he can. And I've said it on when he was last year and I posted it. If there is ever a Hall of Fame for kayak fishing, Dwayne Wally should be one of the first ones to be in there just because of what he's done with Tourney X. So leaving Dwayne Wally out of this conversation, talking about Bass, my biggest concern and like you said drew it's not that i'm griping or concerning we have to spread the word on what we think should be better in order for this for people to listen and speak out their mind our podcasts are here not to cater to the corporates corporations we're here to cater for the voice of the anglers and we try to get a pulse of what the voice voice of the anglers are and when you look at bass my i guess my biggest gripe is if you're going to keep more money out of the angler's pocket to put in your pocket directly. Because when you look at the tournament fees and what the payouts are, it doesn't pass the eyeball test. There's no way that's 100% payout. And I'm not saying they've sponsored their 100% payout because it's not. You look at KBF, an eyeball test, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're doing 100% payout or at least close to it. Hobie BOS, I don't know their accounting, but it passes the eyeball test. You look at what they're paying out. You look at the cost. You think like, yeah, I think, you know, we're getting a fair deal. Bass is saying, I got Bass Nation name. I'm going to upcharge you for, for holding my trophy. And that's what I don't like and not a, not a fan of. It's like you have the opportunity and the, and the revenue and the resources to really put this on the map instead of just kicking the tires. And I understand you're kicking the tires, but you could do, be doing a better job of this instead okay. of just like, just giving it like, you know, again, not giving it the, the respect that I think it should. 
and there's a, there's a few things that we can pick on, but most of it's the way I see it. If you go to a dealer and you look for a midsize pickup, the midsize pickup is going to be this price. The stand, the the low end pickup is going to be this price, and the higher pickup is going to be this price. You're paying so much for an NT free on bath for Hobie, so much for an entry fee on KBF, and so much more for an entry fee on the Bass Nation. If I'm paying more, I'm expecting to get the high-end pickup, not the low-end pickup, because I'm paying more. You're getting more money out of my pocket. And that's my point. I guess Bass, and I, I get it, they can rest on their laurels a little bit and say, it's Bass Nation. You know, you're, we're doing you a favor by bringing you to our stage. But at the same time, it's what that thing is like you're charging more of the anglers and your payouts are less and you don't have an angler right. of the year race that could help the anglers. And there's other stuff that unfortunately starts falling back on Dwayne Wally. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know, our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Because now you, you see that and then anglers don't like it. I know a lot of anglers, and I'm not going to say names, they were upset when the payout came for the national championship. It came out so late. Well, that starts with like, look, they have to change the lake. Oh, look, um, we only get 30 minutes to post our picture, which is a big gripe on the bass at Fork, when a lake that has no signal, very little signal anywhere. And you saw Guillermo, who was, I think, in third or fourth place, trying to get to first place, but now has to book it to the ramp. I think he even broke his keel, dragging the his kayak up the ramp, getting on the car and driving 10 or 15 minutes to get a signal so he can upload his pictures because bass is only give you 30 minutes after lines out yeah. to post a picture on a lake that has no no right. signal. So that's just, those are small things that when you like now are being magnified and kind of reflect bad on the director, which is not fair because mm -hmm. people are noticing, well, you're keeping more money from us to feed your pockets. And now you're kind of like changing us with, with, with rules and things that, really don't cater to us caters to what you're doing and that's yeah. that's my i think it's fair to call it out because we want the sport to grow we want the sport to grow in the right way i want to see the anglers if i'm if i'm never going to be good enough to be a professional tournament angler i want drew gregory i want russ snyder i want um ryan lambert everybody else uh, christine fisher <laughs> Catherine fields whatever that's making out of career this to get paid because the bass nation kayak championship was amazing not because he had the bass uh logo in it it because of what mark prendergraf and what joe McElroy and even brad case did that was one of the most exciting tournaments ever and had nothing to do with the name bass right. nation attached to it it was what mark prendergraf joe McElroy, and brad case did that was amazing and they yep. should get paid for it Go ahead, not jay. having to pay themselves jay wanted That's to chime in Go ahead, Jay. I was just going to say, I probably forgot half the things because our, our monitor oh just God. kept going. <laughs> but well, I didn't talk all this time. So. No, 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 I mean, but here's the thing. You, you, you touched on it. Yeah. You're paying for exposure, right? You don't know where that money's going because even though they're a big name, there's a lot that has to do with infrastructure that you don't know about that I don't know about. 
I, I guarantee you at that last at that last location, just the facility alone probably was in the probably in the tune of about twenty grand. To, let me stop you right there. Space. Let me stop you right there. A facility that was intended for the classic. We're just picking back off it. That 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 was already there. Right. It's all good and great, <laughs> but at the same time, okay. So so all right. It was it was I didn't, I didn't that, big... I didn't that a minute. Wasn't, Let me get wasn't a more Can cost, I get a comment dude. in here? <laughs> my bad. My bad. Let like, the boss Jesus, talk. <laughs> this is this is round two. Go ahead, Papi Chulo. Go ahead, Papi Chulo. So so it's getting piggied back off the big bass. It was going to be there anyways. Okay. So at what point do the big bass guys go? How come the little kayak guys are getting all this crap for free and you're taking this out of our money? It's a double-edged sword. What do you mean they get a cap for free? We're not, I'm not saying I'm not saying if you want to charge, it's your business. If bass want to charge upcharge the anglers, fine, I do it. But do the other things right. And I understand Dwayne Wally was here last week and he has to, you know, he has a responsibility, you know, as bass to say, hey, well, you need to be patient. And he's right, we need to be patient. Bass is new at this. But there's a I mean, it's not really that hard. And bass is really just putting the name out there. Dwayne Wall is doing all the work, you know? And and people that maybe don't notice when you look, and again, I'm going down the rabbit hole, people are gonna scoff at what I'm saying, but look at who is Tourney X's biggest partner, Bass Nation. Do you think Bass Nation is paying the same fees as Hobie is paying? For Tony X, oh, who knows? We don't know that. Who knows? But you, you're telling me you're telling me this is a bad. You're you're saying we're partners, okay? It's on their website. Our biggest partner. Every is contract is every contract is different. I know. Though. There's different know, stipulations to everything, and he, and nobody has to like live up to one certain thing, right? And and I still think you're like I get it from an angler standpoint. You're going to be critical to the eyeball test, but at the same time, it's like everybody's been saying. They're new to it. They're just getting in. And how do yeah. you know, too, not all those funds go for, like, this year's stuff either. Like, there's sometimes when you have um, when you have a business plan, sometimes some of those funds are going to next year's, too. So you got to think of that as well because they may be thinking already about pre-seeding to the next year. Maybe there's care packages going out when you go to certain – Drew, do you get, are they giving you guys stuff when you go there? Like, you getting, like, yeah, free shirts, any, hats, and stuff or yeah, something like that? They gave us a hat and, uh, well, at least the top 10 guys. And there's other stuff that they have have given us. Um, I can't remember. There's a few things. But there are other little things that they do. But, I mean, I agree with Armando. We all know that – and they'll admit it. Dwayne will admit it. But it's also his hands are tied to some degree. Because yeah, no. they don't, he's, not a, yeah. he's not a tournament director for yeah. – he's not running this for Bass in terms of making the decisions. He's got to go up to people above him. And he comes on this from the tech side, not really a tournament director side. I mean, he's done some for sure, but not at a national level and all that stuff. And he's trying the best he can to get uh, maybe even a committee of guys together the same way. I mean, Major League Fishing is ran by a, the anglers, a committee of the anglers, and they also fish it. It's, it's insane at that highest level that the anglers are, are actually making decisions on rules and boundaries and things like that that can affect how they perform in the field, which is nuts. I'd be like the, the NFL players making the rules that – you know, for the, that might have helped one team or the other or one position or whatever, certain players are faster. I don't know, whatever. It's kind of odd. So we can certainly have a committee of guys if that's how it happens, but they need one person to be the actual tournament director mm-hmm. of the kayak side. And, and then they go sell the sponsorships to all the locations, which they've already, I'm telling you right now, COVID messed them up big time yeah. because it put oh, yeah, everything yeah. back. Trust me, we're seeing the effects of it through this, this championship, but it, 
they would have had more time to to get uh, sponsorships with tourism departments to, you know, get get hopefully more money for their overhead, which would put more money back to, to the anglers essentially. But I mean, you know, there's no, there's little things like I really agree with you that 30 minute to get the, the photos upload, like Hobie does it the the right, and I think KBF may give us an hour too. Yeah. But, I yeah, mean, you need that, man. I was so on the second day, I had to stop in where my truck was midday, like one o'clock, go drive to get signals, submit them finally, and then go back to the spot, you know, that was letting rest, mm-hmm. hoping to catch one more. And at worst case, I said, well, I've already got 91 <laughs> three quarters inches in. Worst case, if I can't get back, get signal, I'm okay. So 30 minutes is a stressful, a stressful amount of time for the anglers when they have no signal and they're far away. And we don't, we shouldn't let technology dictate the winner of these tournaments you should be able to fish mm-hmm. in legal water in that boundary if you want to go somewhere you know super far and you can't get back in an hour that's kind of like on you that's a that's enough time you know what i mean so but i agree they those little things are going to get fixed real quick real quick that's going to happen so and you know the other thing i'll say is this like look i don't know how many hobie bass open series doesn't even have an instagram right they don't they have a good uh, following on fa- on facebook group or whatever maybe I don't know how many people, if someone wants to look it up, three, four, five thousand fans on the Hopi Bass Open Series. And <coughs> KBF, KBF's Instagram, and again, I'm going on one platform here, but KBF's Instagram has like 70 something thousand followers. Well, Bass Nation has, I think I just had it a minute ago, it's around 700,000. So Bass is, dude, they are expecting us and to make up the money that they're using for overhead, which is the overhead is going to build going towards building their brand and get great continue to get their reach and exposure out there again, back for us to go sell to sponsors. So that's where they're, they're hoping we can make up that money. And, and because listen, if you right now, Ford came to you and said, look, we will, you know, put you on the official Ford fishing team. Right. And even if you had to pay, like if at least a vehicle and they said, we'll split a lease with you, it's 500 bucks a month. We'll split it. You pay 250 bucks a month. You paying $250 a month for 12 months and being able to say I'm four on Ford's fishing team will make you 10 times the amount of money than it would to not be able to ever say I'm on Ford's fishing team. Does that make sense? <coughs> Fast is doing that with their name. It's kind of like they have to pay the overhead to grow that reach. So anyway, but we're going to get there, Mondo, with those rule tweaks that, that are simple. Those yeah. are going to be simple fixes. They'll be simple. That's, and that's, and that's what, what we're here for, to, to mention it and create awareness to it. We're not here to batch on it. And I'm sorry I'm interrupted, Brian. Um, we're not here to batch on it. We're, I'm not here right. to hate on them. I want bass. I was at the Bass Nation. I drank the Kool-Aid. I was at the Classic, and I was at the Expo with Douglas Rod. I loved it. There's a vibe on it. It was amazing. The stage with the t- top 10 anglers for the kayak series, it's amazing. It gives you goosebumps. I love it, and I want it to continue. But there are things that have to be mentioned and I hope nobody gets offended because we're not. And again, I don't want this to fall back on Dwayne Wally and John Rapp just commented over there. That that's he's right. What he just said about the 30 minutes. The problem is that falls on like, well, yeah. and I'm not saying it's Dwayne Wally's fault, but I I mm. I give a lot of credits to to Dwayne Wally because he has he's the face of what Bass Nation Carrick series. And he has to you know, he has to make up for all the bass their shortcomings and put on a face and try to do the best to um, grow the sport with it. Go ahead, Brian. I apologize. No, the, the one thing I wanted to touch on, you know, getting back to, you know, the professional angler and, and growing more of that, like what Drew was talking about. And um, 
you know, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, Drew. I'm not looking for numbers or anything like that, but you obviously aren't surviving solely off of tournament winnings, correct? You're, you know, you got sponsorships, you're doing media correct. stuff and things like that. You're a very well-established angler. You do really well at public speaking, obviously, um, you know, all kinds of engagements. And when you look at those top anglers in the kayak fishing world, you're about the only one. You know what I mean? There may be a few other ones. Like you mentioned, Christine Fisher doing YouTube, Greg Blanchard, Chad Hoover. But until some of these other guys understand how to use their social media platforms and and rep companies and things like that, I don't think you're going to get to that level. I mean, if you look at all the big, um, you know, bass boat guys, whether it be bass, MLF, FLW, whatever it may be, you know, those guys aren't surviving solely off of tournament winnings. And I think that's a big misunderstanding in the fishing world in general. You know, a lot of guys think uh, Gerald Swindle's just a hammer and he's won so much money. Well, he makes most of his money from doing, you know, big, big, uh, you know, media deals and, and brand deals and things like that. So I think that's the thing too. And I, I don't want to take away from it, but I, I once heard Scott Butcher talk about that on a podcast. Like we need more of our guys to be more yeah. professional and things like that, where, you know, you get them in front of a camera, they're more personable. Right. People can relate to them. They represent themselves in the, in the brands they represent. Well, you know, well, it's and, not, you're, and you're a brand too, right? Yeah. So, yeah so you, you yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's why some of these guys come across so well and like, um, you know, and one of the biggest things and, and th- one of the biggest takeaways from listening to any of these guys, and I think Ike and Ellie touched on it one time in one of yeah. his videos, people think that, the, that these pro guys are fishing all the time. And it's completely right. the opposite, right. right? They're spending, like, the only time they fish is when they actually get to go hit the lake for a tournament and fish. Mm-hmm. And then and look what KVD gets a helicopter these days to scour the lake quick, and then he gets on his boat you know, to get in there. I mean, and he's flying to locations because he's doing media stuff. He's doing commercials. You know, I mean, he's, he's all over the place. They, they, you know, all your sponsors and Drew probably can, you know, uh, attest to this. There are some uh, legal obligations that you have that, you know, you have these responsibilities uh, and these promises that you have to keep no matter how much time that takes you, you know, and it takes away from your fishing time. So right now, like the luxury is being able to go fish these things as a, is a kayak fisherman, but what about when it blows up and you're you're having to like stay in one place or you got to go to one of your sponsors that's like 900 miles away from your next tournament and you got to go do like 10 hours of commercials or some kind of, yeah. you know, recording and all that. So that's the reality of it is when you go pro, it's not, it's, it's not the romantic side that you yeah. think it is. Yeah, I forget who once told me, but they said the further deep you get involved in the fishing world, the less you actually fish. And I can totally relate to that. The more we get into this podcast thing, the less I fish. I used to fish four or five days a week. I'm lucky if I I fish one day a week now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, guess what? I I fish only – I don't fish – I live in northeast Ohio, right? I've been there for over a year, like a year and a half, I guess. I don't know. And – Guess how many times I've fished Lake Erie? It's 45 minutes away. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. 
It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Twice. Probably once. <laughs> Zero. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> other than, other than uh, in the mouth of a river for steelhead in the, in the winter. But anyway, I've been up there. I'm going to fish East West Harbor KBF, though. But uh, zero, and I fish when these tournaments go on. I don't really fish locally. If I'm fishing locally, it's because I took the family out to a local lake. I only fish these tournaments are. I know I am fortunate that I think I may have said this maybe on the other podcast, but um, I can't remember. I've been doing a lot lately, but I am fortunate that my time on the water and my experience came from being single from the ages of 18 to 35 when I met my wife, Christina. And all I did was fish, fish, fish. 34, she's, she's correcting me over there. Was I 34? <laughs> 34. She's like, 34. excuse me, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> all That's right. all right. So, you're, in the, you're in the doghouse now, brother. <laughs> so, 18 to 34. All I did was fish, fish, and fish. Time on the water. I don't anymore. That was my practice. That's, that's how I kind of know what I'm looking for when I go to places. But if – but you need to be, you know, doing that as much as possible. But the more you get into it, like you guys said, the less you actually get time to fish because you're doing other stuff now. And that's where your money is made. So right. um, they, that's the kind of the thing. Like for kayak fishermen now, we don't have live – they don't have live stream, right? There is no elite series. So we have to do something else. You have to – for me, it's working with Crescent. I get, you know, sponsorships because I've – obviously we talked about the other day, sort of been one of the – like you guys said, even quote, unquote, one of the guys that helped help sort of pioneer this, this sport. You know, got into it early sure. on. And continue to kind of grow that, like you said, Jay, my brand, and stay relevant, right? So you got to do something else. And me, it happens to be Crescent and that that stuff, right? And I did a YouTube series, Hooked on White Waters. I mean, like, do my podcast. You got to stay relevant um, because we don't have the live stream that they're doing. Now, if you're Brian Thrift and you're winning all the time and you are on TV, you don't have to do anything else. You can go to sponsors because they're yeah. doing this something else. Yeah. They're but here's the thing, though. Not many people really are the – you know, the, t the top of the top that we see making all the money in, in winnings, right? Most people are not that person. So Matt Airy is a good example. He, he does a podcast with Brian Thrift and uh, he's probably the closest guy I know in the elite series. Matt, good guy. I mean, great, great guy. And he's never looked any different at me than anyone else. That's one thing I appreciate about him. And he never looked at it and said, oh, he's a kayak fisherman. I don't really want to talk to him. He, you know, he's always open to help me out. Uh, we shared, you know, sponsorships and things like that and, and, and references, if not. But he does that podcast on the side. He's really good in front of the camera, as we all saw at the Classic. He, he's just a really good dude, you know, and he does stuff besides being good at fishing. And, and he's been, you know, he's been on the Elite Series a couple of years, and I think he's ended up in the top 10 or 15 in AOI standing at the end. So he's a good angler. Um, but he's not like the top of the top where he can do he can do nothing like Jacob Wheeler, just win, and they're just going to come – flood money when he contacts right. him he needs something else so he's got the podcast and he's doing stuff with uh, team toyota and other folks like that he's doing so we need something else because we don't have the live stream yet but we'll, we'll get there once we get there and if russ snyders and jody don't want to do anything else and they just keep winning and we have live stream going showing them crushing yeah. it they, they they don't need yeah. to do anything else they can yeah. make a living doing it off winnings and the sponsorships but we're not there yet so you got to do the something else and yeah, then that's, or go ahead jay Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Like, but um, I mean, but that's that's another thing too to bring up is that like the guys who are crushing it, 
aren't doing social media for the most part because they're on the water, like they're on the water yeah, so exactly. much and they're pounding, they don't have time to do it. Now there are those special few that can balance both doing that, you know, both doing videos or doing podcasts and video, also fishing, you know, and, and also traveling. So that's like, there's so much to do. And I really think like, you, <clears throat> I think most of your work is done up front. And then you have to establish, I guess like we'll use Drew as an example, right? So from his, uh, you know, from his years, you know, 19 to 34, right? 34? Yeah, 34. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, I'm getting brownie points. Um, but, uh, but I mean, 19 to 34, right? You pounded the water everywhere. You were just killing it. Now things are slowing down for you, right? So now you're traveling. Now you're doing sponsor stuff. Got the family. You don't get the water time you used to. You know, you're still you're still bringing in enough funds to do what you what uh, you know what you love. You're still winning, or at least in the top ten. You know, you're still placing where you need to be to to get some cash. Um, but it's not what it once was, and you have to rely on what you had from the from the past. You know, to apply to the present and the future now. Be, you know, because again, it's just not it, It's just not going to be. You know, it's just not going to be available. You're just not going to have that time anymore. Yeah, so I mean, right. and, I, and I think that's a, a co- like a common thing that people overlook as well. It's like I just think there's this romantic side to all this that everyone just wants to fast forward. Like I don't want to call it entitlement, but it's like, dude, we gotta pay. We we gotta pay the dues. It's just like there's you know, and, and the one thing that Bass is gonna do, they are gonna push it to the forefront. They're the to me, they're the only platform that's gonna be able to do it, and they will correct the other things that you're talking about, Armando. You know that you know that Drew's brought up some points like those things will be corrected down the line, because the 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 end will justify the justify the means uh, within the next few years. You know because again they have that infrastructure to make those changes to bring in those sponsors to give you your bigger payouts to put you on that platform to make sure that the whole world knows your name. You know, but like but you have a piece of it too that you got to put into it. Yeah. I will no, and, I, and I agree with that. And and like I said, my biggest thing is not hating on bass. It's more like let's talk about things that could be better in order for sure. us to move to move it forward. You know, and that's just the, I want them to be full in. Um, and but again, it's one of those things when you do when you start charging more and putting more in your pocket out of the anglers, other things are going to get magnified. Other mistakes, other little things that maybe we don't really pick on on Hobie because they're the standard for it. Or KBF because they're you know you go to a KBF event like I was saying the last show and you get fed and you know like I got like a full meal and two drinks yeah and nothing out of the menu was like no you can't order that it was like whatever you want on the menu two drinks whatever alcoholic drinks you want that's fine well that speaks I'm like I only paid a hundred dollars for a tournament I'm getting this in exchange that's pretty good I want to counter you but I want Brian to say what he's gonna say yeah. I said, if that's all it takes, you're a cheap date. But what I will say, what I will say, what I will say right here, right now, and if anybody from Bass is listening, me and Jay have kind of figured out the live stream thing. So if they have no live stream next year at the championship, Jay and I will show up and show Bass how to do it. There so, you go. There you go. Yeah. We've yeah, been cool. we've been live streaming our our paddle and fin trail series events. And we have a formula. If we had more people, it, it would obviously go a lot better. But I will say that right now. Like, if they don't have it next year, we'll show up. We'll show those chumps how to do it. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. I'm and calling so, them out. 
And I want to do reverse devil's advocate on your side, Armando. So mm-hmm. to, to your point about them putting money in their pockets, think of this. And I don't know if this is true, but maybe it is. They're coming from the other side of things, right? They're coming from the big stage. They're coming from $100,000 payouts. They're, I mean, big, big money. They got people to pay, right? What if they're still paying those people that amount of money? And they're still, again, there's, there's uh, you know, requirements to contracts, even with people that are, you know, on the payroll. Maybe some of that money's going to them, and it has to for right now. You know what I mean? So I think that's something you got to think about, too. Is it fair? I don't know, right? I'm not fishing it. I got no skin in the game. So me saying this, I can easily armchair this, right? Because I don't yeah. have this. I don't have to look at that money, you know, and I won't ever. I'll just let you know that now. I'll, I'll never. I'll never have my hat in that ring, and that's okay. But, but I mean, this is this is the thing, Jay. Like, and I and I'm. You may be right. I may be completely being an ignorant when I say. No, this. I don't think you're ignorant but, at all. Dude. I think but this is up- this is the thing. Bass pretty much puts the name. That's it. Okay, this is Bass. Dwayne do, does what he's saying. Patrick Malone does what he think. Big shout out to them again. I can't emphasize this is not. It's not a reflection of on Patrick Malone, Steve Owens, or Dwayne Valley. It's not a reflection on them. Bass really puts their their name on it. That's in my opinion, and I can I could be an ignorant, but aren't they entitled to that though? Have aren't they entitled? How long? Oh yes, is Bass yes they're been entitled in the trenches, dude. Do you remember when you were a kid and you had the magazines and you I get the, the subscriptions they're, and you were super stoked to get the free lures? I'm like, I agree you know? with you. I agree with you. They're entitled to it. I agree. What they did with the 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 ten um, at the end the next day, I thought it was great. Big props up to them. Um, and I and again, I'm a big fan of it. I grew up watching yeah. bass when I was ten years old. My tackle box, my fishing rod, right in front of the TV on the floor, watching it. I love it. I'm a big fan of it. Do you see what I'm what I'm telling you? What I think, my opinion on it. And I can I could be ignorant about this. Is to me, bass nation is putting the name out there. That's great. We we all benefit from it. There still could be things that it could be done better. Oh sure, to, the option is yeah. to grow. Yeah. And and I know yeah. that Dwayne Dwayne is going to do his due diligence to defend Bass and say we have to be patient and he's right we have to be yeah. patient. However, there are other things where I say like this is cutting corners. There's no there's there the are form- things that says this is just cutting corners. Okay, this form- is just, form- I'm going to off charge you, but I'm still going to cut corners. Yeah. And that's they're, why I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't that's know, what I'm, I'm saying. Not, their their formula is probably off by a bit, right? Because yeah. they're they're bulk guys by trade, and now they're dealing with dudes in plastic boats, dudes and dudettes, right? So, like, I mean, you, you've got, like, plastic boats rolling around now. And, 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 you know, maybe, maybe there's some degree of, like, maybe that, 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 little, bit of res- that little bit more respect that we should be getting that we're not. Yeah. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just saying. But maybe they, they don't take it as serious and they want to just see if it works. You kick right? in the tires. Let's see if it works. Yeah. I mean, and that's really what I think this year is. This year is a trial run. And they're going to hear you on this podcast. And they're going to be like. They're going to say, who's dude, that idiot? That dude has never <laughs> fished in this tournament ever again. No, no, I mean, but they're going to take <laughs> no, you. No, and I did. It was nice. No, they're going to take real, you real quick. everything you said. Real yeah. quick, real quick. Drew said he was going to be on for a half hour. We're almost yeah. at an hour. Drew, yeah. we'll yeah. let you say your final thoughts and get yeah, out yeah. of here, man. You got to get some rest, retie. Yeah. I do, I do. Uh, well, it, you know, good I'll luck say this. this weekend, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, So here's what – let me – I'll play another devil's advocate. Here's what is – probably happening okay they didn't they didn't have enough time to get as much tourism dollars as they wanted in support of this 
because of COVID. It pushed everything back, right? So this is all COVID tournaments right now, basically, because they were planned during COVID. And it just ended, actually, right now, we can say pretty much ended. So here's what's probably happening. The money they held back, they know they need to hire a full-time person to – they don't have a tournament director that manages this no. at all. They know they need to hire someone. Where's that money going to come from? So if they're putting that money back and part of that money, like you're saying, oh, hang on, I just my headset <laughs> pull my headset out. You're but not they, 34 uh, anymore. Yeah, 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 I was going to say 34. I, I wanna, let me touch on something real quick. You said but, you uh, said they didn't get the money out of the tourism. They said they just announced that it was the second highest um, uh, uh, presence, like the second biggest bass classic ever. Like attendance ever. That's so not yeah. what he's talking oh, about. Yeah. I'm talking about no no no, but I'm saying that Bass didn't take the money out of tourism they wanted. And I'm and then Drew may be right. Drew may be right, but I'm just saying they did announce yeah. this is the second biggest audience ever. So oh, yeah. was, they didn't struggle either. No, no, we're gonna that's the money we're gonna see because of that. We're gonna see that next year because they can show, but here no one was there like for like maybe a few people, but no one was there for the kayak. They no, they're all for their Bassmaster Classic. So what I'm talking about is Graham or whatever we were. We're not Graham. Uh, Grayford, Texas or Mineral Wells, whatever. The money they got from them was not much. You know what I'm saying? Like they, I'm talking about Eufaula, Lake Fork, everywhere they went. They didn't get the tourism money probably they were hoping to because they don't have a full-time person working on this to no. do it. And it was so – we're the low man on the totem pole. But if they're taking that money and they have a formula now where they can hire someone to make it full-time – and let's say someone the, in the money they do, they're pulling back. They have more overhead. For example, there's overhead. Someone I write articles. I've been blessed to to write articles for Bassmaster on the kayak side. I don't know if you guys have seen. There's about, I've done like three yep. of them so far. I'm going to be doing more. So I'm a, a content developer for them, uh, a columnist or whatever. And someone and I communicate with these guys. They edit them. They get photos. They communicate with me. They they make sure it's all done right. Those guys have to get paid. They're on the staff for Bass, right? So what I'm saying is there, and then of course, once an article's done, it goes out to way more people than anyone else. So they're, they're taking, they have to have money to pay these people to, in order to have the reach and continue to grow the reach that they have. Otherwise they're just like everybody else. Their local club is just kind of, oh, our payouts are hundred percent and they can never, no one's going to just volunteer their time to grow something to the level of Bassmaster. You got to get paid. And we obviously have to pay our dues and, and, they're going to get more money out of tourism next year. When someone full-time is working on this, you pick up the phone and you say, Hey, so-and-so Lake that, that does never get a call. They never get a call about bass boat world because why? Because hopefully we're calling lakes that are smaller and more kayak, not necessarily smaller, but just places that the bass boat world uh, can't go to for whatever reason. Maybe it is because they're smaller or maybe it's because those tourism departments don't have the budget, but we don't need as much. Right. So because uh, we don't live stream, we don't have, we don't have to pay camera guys right now. We don't have to all that stuff. So you can go somewhere. We can go to places the Bass Boat World can't. When you pick up the phone, you talk to that tourism department person. Let me tell you a little secret here, because I ran the River Bass and Tournament Trail for ten years. When you pick up a phone, you call a tourism department person, and who doesn't get calls, and, and they they all feel like their area they're working for is the coolest place on the planet, and the whole world needs to know about it. They 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 grew up there. They're so pumped about it. When you tell them that you feel like their area is gorgeous and the world needs to see more about it. We want to promote it through your rivers and creeks and lakes with the kayak fishing. They just open the wallet. They want to like, they want you to come. They're like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm going to put this in front of the committee. This is so cool. We're going to get cool imagery. We're going to get cool videos. It is, you're going to get, we're going to get heads and beds, which is the main thing, get people in our area to spend money, hotels, foods, restaurants. 
they're ecstatic about it. It's not so with a full, but it takes a full time person to do it. And that's what I think Bass is working towards. And hopefully they'll get a committee of anglers to help because the last thing I'll mention. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. They, what, it circles all back around to what we were talking about with the YouTube and how you got to be doing something else to get money as a kayak angler full-time now. You have to limit the amount. And I know this. there's no way to police this. I get that. But, you, but there's a, no way to police me putting fish in a cage the day before either and, and putting them on my board the next day, right? A certain amount of fishing in the sport will always be honor system. You know what I mean? It, it just will. And, I mean, you, and they hope the polygraph test works, which, by the way, is real. I've been polygraphed like six times. So the last point I'm going to make is you have to make a rule because, Jay, I think you mentioned earlier, you've got to make a rule on the, limiting the amount of pre-fishing time because when there's no rule, you feel like you've got to be out there a week before or a week and a half just fishing every day, learning everything about the lake in order to win. Why? Because if you're not, somebody else is because there's no rule limiting it. If you make a rule limiting it, limiting it, limiting it here's what will happen. Your Cody's, your, your, the guys who are kind of going around, kind of doing this full time that anyway, Russ or whoever, uh, Christine's a good example, but she does it now. Jody, everybody else, they will have time because if you limit, if, here's what I would do. I would say two weeks or two or three weeks before the tournament, right? You can only pre-fish, say anywhere three, four, five days. One of those numbers, pick a number, right? You can only pre-fish, let's say five days in the three weeks or two weeks, whatever you want to do before the tournament, but you get to pick those days you get to pick. So if it's when your schedule, the working man can go in the weekend before, you know what I mean? And gets a little time and then come back home and then maybe show up the day before the Friday before the tournament mm -hmm. and that day to get in his, maybe he can only fit in two or three, but at worst he knows that Cody Milton, I use him as an example because he's, he's young and he's traveling doing this full time. You, the worst case, you know, Cody only had one or two more days on you pre-fishing. And so you're willing to, to enter. People don't want to enter tournaments if it just keeps getting won by all the guys camping there for a week before, right? You're going to stop seeing entries from the family guys and a full-time job because they're like, yeah. I don't, I can't be with that. So your entries are going to go down. But if you have a rule like that, it, it actually helps. Here's what's cool. It helps anyone doing this full-time like Cody, because right now he feels like he's got to be out there fishing a ton to, to make sure he, he has it dialed, right? Because if not, somebody else is. But if you make that rule and he's limited to three or four days or whatever it is, five days max, guess what he'll use those other days for? The content, content. he's developing for those sponsors and YouTube and everything else that he needs to be doing to actually get paid in this full, like get paid in this sport. The other stuff we talked about, which really matters, not the winnings. It's, it's a win-win for everybody. You see what I'm saying? It's, it helps everybody in the situation. It doesn't hurt anybody, and it makes them take a monkey off their back and feel like, oh, thank God I don't have to be here for like seven days straight just pounding this, this you know, to get it dialed in so I can win this thing and win five grand, you know, uh, or six, seven grand. So anyway, that's that's my last point that um, I feel like needs to get changed hopefully one of these days. And again, we can't police it, but, but if you see somebody out there and you're – I mean, it, it can be – uh, polygraph will take care of it, I'm sure. But I was just going to say, additionally, though, like bringing in 
that director, right? Somebody to handle, um, to, you know, to help build the sport or build, you know, just build the season. You know, Drew's right. You know, you're going to have to pay somebody. So, you know what you're going to see? Entry fees are going to go up. And then, you know, then you know what you're going to see? Entries from like regular guys dropping out. And then what's going to happen is that you're actually going to create an elite series. Yeah. Right. That's, well, essentially, that's essentially what's going to happen. And then, then you're going to see giant payouts coming out of that. And that's essentially, yeah. I think, I think that's what's going to happen with bass. Like they're the only one that can do it because the KBF can't. No. You know, I, I don't, I don't think I the KBF can do it. Like I think bass can do it. And I think bass will do it because we do kind of need that. Right. So, so it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? You know, it's like you want more of a payout. Well, you're going to get it, and it's going to be harder for you to get there because now you're going to have multi-day tournaments. You're going to have bigger, you know, uh, you know, bigger costs like up front. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to have like more restriction, right? So now you can't, to, to Drew's point, you can't get out there a week ahead of time because guess what? Pre-fishing ain't allowed, right? So right. you got to get out there two weeks before. You know, or do like what the pro boat guys do when like I saw in Kentucky Lake, I forget who it was. Um, the the water was down at Winter Pool. One of the guys put his boat in and he was waypointing where all the structure was on the shore for summer pool when it goes up. Point being, he's putting in time like months right. away from his tournament because he can't be there, you Free know, when it's time. Yeah. Yeah, yep. so I mean, it, there, there's so much going on. It's it's just going to be difficult, man. You know, yeah. But you're going to get what all you right, want, well, though. I think you're going to get your AOI and all that out of it. Yeah, oh yeah, we're going to get we're going to have a lot of improvements. I got to run, but uh, thanks again for having me. Thanks on, for guys. coming, Drew. Appreciate yeah. it. Last thing I'll say is uh, I have found some fish here on Champlain. The only problem I've got now is I'm going to do my typical spin out the night before. You know, tomorrow I'll probably be spinning out on where to go because I got fish that I've caught good fish up north. I've caught good fish down south. And I'm just like spinning out where to go and what to do and, and how to Which make it. Which means east and west, really? <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he's, he's like misleading people. Yeah, I've been north and south. Yeah, uh, right. You know. <laughs> go with your first instinct. That's hey, right. This lake is basically just north and south. And we only on and the what, New York side. So trust me, it really is north and south. I've caught them everywhere, but, uh, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm definitely struggling with where to go and what to do. But, I, you know, I'll figure it we'll out. Smack, sure. And smack, watch out with man. Catherine Fields. He's gonna, yeah. Gonna yeah. She's, yeah, right. she's gunning for you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks, Drew. All right, Good brother. Times. I'll talk See to you. Ya. Good luck, brother. All right. Bye-bye. So Good conversation, I, man. Yeah. Going Except a when bit Armando back to... cuts you off every 30 seconds, but that's cool. Bye-bye. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> he goes, now that Drew's gone, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. Yeah. Now, but great no. info by Google. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, that you know, I I get it. You guys are playing devil's advocate because we're on text. Everybody's like, "Yeah, I'm under your right," but when I get here, everybody's like, "Okay, well now I have to bother everybody." No, but going back to what um, Jay was saying, and that's that's the main thing that I, I think you, Jay and I disagree is like when you look at you say, and it's I agree with you. They need a full time. Um, they need to pay a full time uh, tournament director. Doesn't AJ is isn't AJ the full time director for Hobie BOS? Isn't Hobie BOS pay him out more than Bassmas than Bass Nation? I, I Doesn't mean, it's, that, it's I mean my wait 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 it's my understanding and and I, and I don't know I don't know AJ personally I think I've met him once I've talked to him on a podcast but he works directly for Hobie 
I believe, as like a territory rep or something like that. Now, I don't know if they pay him more. I don't think you'll ever get that information out of him because I think, frankly, that's nobody's business. No, um, of course. No, I agree with that. But, it's nobody's business. But, yeah, I mean, 100%. You know, they, they need to have somebody running their events full time. And, and when we had um, um, uh, Dwayne Wally on last week, you know, he specifically said, I'm not getting paid by Bass. You know, but he is guiding. I forget who it was. I think it was John Rapp dropped in the chat. Like, I'm sure Dwayne is is trying to educate them as much as possible. Yeah. Um, but the question is, is Bass going to listen, or or is Bass just going to do what they want to do? So that I mean, that's a big struggle. You know, like, and, and you know, we're playing devil's advocate, and and to be quite frank, like Jay said, I got no skin in the game. I could mm-hmm. frankly give two shits, you know, I'm like you were armchair in this totally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't fish. Um, I don't fish bass events, Hobie events. Once, once a year, I usually fish a KB of KBF event. I fish some club events here and there. Like I gave that stuff up a long time ago. You know, the, the big thing is, is, you know, I, when I was hitting trail series hard, there wasn't the money there, like to make up for it. Like, even if you took first place, you might have made after all your expenses and everything, you might have made a thousand bucks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, to me, it wasn't worth the time away from my family, uh, my job, you know, other things I like to do, things like that. Now, if it was I was making 5, 10, 15, 20 Gs or more, totally different story. I'd be all over it. But I think Drew brought up a great point. You know, like you put those restrictions on those tournaments as far as pre-fishing goes. Now guys are focusing their energy on the things they need to do for sponsors. Like that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, I'm not trying to knock the guys that are winning tons of tournaments, but you know, you, you look at those guys and, and I'm, I'm friends with some of these guys, you know, I'm, and I'm not trying to like throw them under the bus or anything, but you know, like Cody Milton, uh, Josh Stewart, Russ Snyder's like their social media presence. Isn't that great? Like, yes, they do have some sponsors, but had they had that background other than just winning some tournaments, they'd be a lot better off. You know, Cody wouldn't be driving a Sprinter. He'd be driving a Winnebago. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm talking about there. And, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to attack those guys. I'm just saying, like, and that's their thing. They don't, they don't like that stuff. They like to be on the water and fishing. But, unfortunately, when you take it to the professional level, you have to be professional. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do those extra things. And, unfortunately, until we get to that point where you've got enough guys doing that, Bass is going to go, look at these guys. They got it together. We can have them represent our brand and we can pump this up like we do, you know, the, all the other, you know, big, big bass tournaments, you know, you not only have to build your brand personally, but you know, you have to work with some companies and, and companies outside of the kayak fishing world. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause let's be honest, kayak, kayak fishing world, 
in general is pretty small. And those companies don't have huge budgets to spend to get to the point where, like Drew talked about, you know, he's spending 20 grand or whatever a year on tournaments with all his stuff figured in. Whereas now that stuff jumps up to a bigger professional level, 40, 50, 60, 100 grand a year. They're spending on entry fees and travel and blah, 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 blah. Now you need a lot of support. Because there's not very many people out there that can just go to the bank account and be like, huh, I got my entry fees and travel covered for the year. Yeah. You know, unless you're some kind of tech guru or something, you know, I, I mean, that's just, it's what, half or a quarter of 1% maybe that are out there in the fishing world that could get away with doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, to Brian's point, and this is a shameless plug, Raw Dog Tactical, right? Oh, my God. They make, well, no, I mean, you know, like as a kayak angler, you're in the middle of nowhere a lot of times. And there's some of us that carry, right? You okay. know, can still carry. Point being that there are some kickbacks from Broad Dog that I am able to use for like tournaments and things like, well, when I was doing that, but just in fishing in general, where I get to benefit from that too. You got to think outside the box. You got to bring right. some of these other, that was the point really is we got to bring you know, other companies that you wouldn't think you have to like, Unendemic, you, have, yeah. you have yeah. to sell, you have to tell them like, Hey man, like I use your stuff all the time. Like it's a blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm a kayak fisherman. And a lot of them are like, Oh wow, that's awesome. You know, it's like, I even did it with this shoe sponsor before too. Um, I won't say their name, but uh, like they were a wakeboard, you know, shoe and I'm, you know, former skater. And I'm like, Hey, I still like wearing skate shoes. Those are cool. And they're water shoes. I'm like, Hey, do you guys want to do this? And they're like, sure. That's totally crazy. We never thought of doing that. But I mean, it's yeah. exactly that point. You know, if you want more of that, you got to go outside the box and make it appealing yeah. to them. Yeah. yeah. And I gotta, get their money's worth. Yeah. I got to say worth. something. I got to hop out, but I just want to say one last word and, and then talking specifically about the best nation. The, the best way that I can illustrate is this. When you go, let's say, like Ruth, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, right? You're going to pay top dollar to go to a steakhouse. You expect that steak to be very well cooked, the mashed potatoes perfect, the green beans perfect. If you're paying that much for that steak, you're expecting everything to be perfect. If, you, if it's undercooked, if the, <laughs> if, the, if the sides orders are charred or undercooked, you're going to say, why am I here? Just because it has the name Ruth Chris Steakhouse? Is that what I'm paying for? No, I expect let me, to have let me ask quality. You this. Let me ask but you that, this. That, that's my point. If, if I'm going to pay a lot more, He's I expected, I expected to be the product this. that is there. Let me, let me ask you I this. Let me ask you this. How long has Hobie been running? Hobie everybody kayaks. Makes, every, everybody wait, makes wait, a big wait, deal out of it. Answer the question. Everybody makes a big deal out of it. it I understand. We're armed. How, how, how long has Hobie been running? How long is KBF running? Five years. How long has Bass been in the kayak fishing? There, world? There's a there, there's a thing. There, a lot of people make a big deal out of that. Everything you've done in I, life, I did you get it right the first time? We're we're I guess we are we are armchair tournament directors. I know you can't that. even answer the question. question. But you what I'm saying is, Armando's going to run for no. office. What I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah, you are acting not, like a politician right now, dude. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. 
Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Do you really think it's that hard to, to put rules in place that are going to make the English better? Like, we're not talking about, hey, we need you to reinvent the wheel. I mean, the formula is there. The blueprint is there. It's not that hard. And again, it's not, Brian, it's not that, it's not that, my point of view is, it's cutting corners. That's what I don't like. The cutting corners because my name allows me to cut corners because my brand, because the whoa, aura whoa. behind my brand allows me to cut corners. What, I don't what, like it. It is what it is. What were the, corners, what were the corners that were cut? Dude, what? how much are we talking about? The angle of the year, the making the making that, it easier. That's cutting a corner. Yes, it means saying I'm not committing to doing this, not not bringing the schedule in on time. What they should like the schedule came out really, really late, and it really cost them on Ufala. In that, and then they had to. I they think had that to, was. I think that was addressed the last show, though. It, it, when, it's still cutting corners. Yes. Schedules everything. They schedule everything. And that's, at and once. that's a problem. And that's a problem. You're combining kayak into something where it shouldn't be there. What what the college series, high school series has nothing to do with kayak. If you want to combine the classic with the kayak national championship, that's fine. I get I, that. That's perfect. I, I There's some logistic. There's some logistic of it, but having a kayak series running at the same time as maybe having something else like a college series or another. There's no anglers out there, maybe other than Hope and then Christian Fisher, who does both. It's not going to say, well, I'm going to speak the, I'm going to skip the bass kayak series because I have a boat tournament with bass. It's, it's one of the things where you're grouping things together when you don't need to, because again, it makes it easier for you to do that. That's what I mean about cutting corners. You're saying, well, you know, it's more convenient for me to do th this way. Well, yeah, that's cutting corners. Well, here, here, here's this is this is a good point, right? Like Dan says, he can't pump them up because they've been doing tournaments for so long, and they've done it for fifty years. Well, they've been doing big bass tournaments. They haven't been doing kayak tournaments. The totally blueprint is pretty much the same. Totally different formats. Not you totally got guys different. bring you got guys bringing fish into weigh-ins. Instead, you got technology yeah. involved for your weigh-ins. That's completely two different things. Two different things. Brian, it's 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 when you fish a bass nation. I fish the bass at fork. I'm not saying it sucked. Again, Dwayne Wally did a phenomenal job. But for someone saying that it didn't suck, you complain an awful no, lot. No, no, no. It's not I'm that's what I'm specifying. It's I'm just not saying. that it didn't suck. I'm not I'm saying that it didn't suck. I just specified that it didn't suck. But when you look at what Hobie does with their tournaments in Sam Rayburn and what KBF Trail did, and I faced the KBF Trail in Trinity, it's completely different. I mean, Hobie BOS just shows up there. Here's your three, um, here's your 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 three trophies, one, two, and three pictures. Thank you. Go ahead, go home. Hobie, even and we're not we're talking about Bass Fork. That wasn't a championship. That was just a, a regular trail. What did Hobie BOS did on Sam Rayburn? We rented out a place. We're going to have video cameras. We're going to live stream it we're in, on Facebook. We're going to have the guys do speeches. It's not just going to be the top three. That's what I mean by cutting corners. When Before the pandemic, Hobie BOS, you go to a tournament, you get fed. 
you go to KBF Trail now, you get fed and you get man, you love that. Stick, yeah, dude. I was gonna but say it's, like but it's, when, that, that's the point of it. Well, Hopi VOS is just like hey, such a, you, a thing with with fishing tournaments. Because, like, be, why do fishermen think they're so damn entitled to get a free? It's not that entitled. It's, it's not that entitled, Brian. It's like other people are doing it and they're charging us less to do that. Okay, that's the point. Okay. That's so the point. devil's advocate. Why don't you go fish those and not fish bass? Oh, I mean, I fish bass. I recognize it. I was like, no, hey, no, no, I, don't no, like I know, I know, I know. I like but it. why? Why do you fish bass? Let me ask you that. Why do you fish? Because I love fishing. That's nothing to do with bass. It's a tournament. I want to go. That's it. <laughs> I think it would be fair to say, and and let me know if you disagree. But yeah. I think a lot of guys fish bass because bass is a big name. That yeah. that that guys know, despite not having angler of the year. Not have you know X amount of dollars being pulled out of the prize pool and whatever else, guys know that bass is going to reach a much wider audience than Hobie, than KBF, than their small kayak trails and things like that. Which you know, to those guys um, that are fishing bass, obviously they're taking it serious, right? Like, yeah. not just some average Joe is entering a a bass event for $400 because it's, you know, it's a bass event. Um, you know, mo most guys in the kayak fishing world will fish KBF or a Hobie event because it's cheaper. Right. But mm -hmm. I think those guys are, are, are paying to fish for that bigger name because they're going to have a bigger opportunity. <clears throat> like Drew was talking about with sponsorships, um, those tournaments being much bigger on a national scale. Um, more awareness and i agree man like I, i'm not and i'm not trying to argue with you you know i'm trying to play both no, sides I, of the fence yeah yeah you um, and, and, and we have to we have to. Yeah, exactly fair. exactly so I'm, I'm not trying to jab at anybody i you know i like getting you all fired up don't get me wrong but um you know i think i think that's just it right like it that's what it's going to come down to um it's still young and I get Dan's point. Bass has been running tournaments for 50 years and they should have it dialed in and they should know they how should. to do this and this and that. They should. I totally agree. However, this is something completely different and completely new. It, when you involve the technology versus guys just coming back to the ramp and walking up to the stage with a bag, that's totally different. Then now they have to have somebody who knows how to score fish. They have to have guys sitting down to score fish, you know. Like, look at look at the first classic event, right, or championship event. What a joke that way or that award ceremony was. The whole kayak fishing community talked about it. They treated us like a bunch of little children, right? And that pissed a lot of people off. Mm -hmm. This year, a little better, a lot better, yes, a little more understanding. Yes. But it still wasn't that bass classic you know blowout event like it should have been right uh i, I disagree championship no I, somebody no, no. come no somebody commented at like they weren't happy with what bass nation did this year they thought they could have done more that that was like no i'm i'm more than happy with what bass no. nation did for the top 10 this year okay. i okay. thought it was great they but they, at the same they, time they they at the same time at the same time you you look at um what they do for the winner of the classic and what they did for the winner of the kayak championship winner 
But we're not there. Two different scenarios. Yeah, but we're not there. But, not, but I, hey, I don't expect wait, 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 it. I, wait, wait, I don't wait. expect to get the, that treatment. I don't expect it. That's what I'm talking about. Dan is saying that for 50 years they've done this awesome job. Okay. Oh, well, again, like to his point, that that ceremony should have had the same respect as the classic winner if they've been doing it right. And that's that's what Dan's talking about. I think, oh, I can't respond for that. Um, you know, Todd Patrick, I get it, right? You'll never pay 250 for a one-day event. That's a joke. 260, that's your choice, bro. You have that choice. You're this grown. Is, this is like the same conversation from before. I, exactly. Right? Well, that's, you, what, that's exactly. what we were. That's it's, what we were it, talking it's, about. It's like you you want to change these things, or you want them to change it. But and, and I want to. I want it. I want it's this is their again, show. It's again. This is my point of view. I'm not calling to boycott Bass. I don't want Bass to leave. I want him to stay. I grew up watching Bass. I want him to stay. But we cater, we at the podcast, we're by anglers for the anglers. We're the voice of the anglers, and we try to amplify it. We don't speak for all of them, but we speak for the majority. And we talk about the issues that cater to the anglers, not to the corporations, not to Hobie BOS, not to KBF, not to Bass Nation, to the anglers. And I that's wanna, my wanna, point. I'm talking I, about the points I, I that totally they, agree. they want to work. Yeah. I agree. I want to address this with Todd, because, and I wish – Todd I got. I there. really gotta go, guys. So you go. Um, the one last thing I wanted to address because Todd, I know, posted up a bunch of money things in Kayak Bass Nation as far as like what was withheld and things like that. But what I'd like to see, what I would like to see, um, since Todd crunches numbers and he did that, is I'd like to see what the numbers of the money was held out of Hobie and what's held out of KBF because nobody's talking about this two either. Right, like the money held back. However, I will say Hobie is very transparent on X amount of dollars being held back from each angler um, and where that money's going. Um, KBF, there's there's nothing. There's nothing that shows. Um, so it, it would be interesting to see those three laid out right next to each other. Um, but I, I agree. Bass held a crap load of money back. Um, where it went, I don't know. And I think that's why a lot of guys like like Hobie, um, because you know exactly where that money's being held back from, where it's going, things like that. KBF, it's kind of up in the air. Um, Trey Johnson said, 2019, the entry fee for a Bassmaster Elite Angler was 43 Gs. Those guys are paying for the exposure Bass gives. Kayakers will be no different. You'll have to pay an upfront charge for that exposure. Totally agree. That was kind of kind of my point. Um, 30K, and I think that was over six events maybe, five events. Um, so if it was six events, that's five Gs a tournament on average. Um, I don't know. I don't know how accurate that is, though, because – I'd like to know if you accounted for um, PayPal fees, attorney X fees, like all that crap. I, I'd like to see what the break breakdown of that is. Five plus a championship. So that's six tournaments, 30K. He says it's very accurate, but what what is accounted for in that? Like, is it just 
this is the prize money. This was the entry fees. This is the difference. And then you added them up. Like there's fees that go into running tournaments. You know that. I'm not going to argue through a chat. Um, I'd like to see the breakdown because there was no breakdown from what I saw. So anyways, send us a spreadsheet. Yeah, send us us a spreadsheet. I'd love to see it. Or if you want to come on next week and talk about it, let's talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. Um, You know, that's what we've been doing here. Open format. Um, I think it's great conversation to have. Hear everybody's point of views, um, whether they're good or bad or whatever, man. Like, if there's conversation going about it, that's when change is going to happen. So another hour and a half episode, Mr. Randall. I know. We're just going to keep going longer and longer. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Todd, hit us up if you want to come on next week and chat about it. We'll uh, we'll get you on, brother. Uh, for everybody else tuning in, uh, you can catch everything uh, on any of the podcast platforms. Uh, this will go up uh, tonight. And, uh, you know, we're here every Thursday night. Already a huge. <laughs> I'm a huge Trey Johnson fan. Trey's been dropping some some good stuff in the, in the chat. I mean, and that's the thing. That's what I love about it. You know, like again, this is open conversation. Like I said, twice or three times before. Like I don't have any skin in the game. Jay doesn't have any skin in the game. You know, we're just trying to play both sides of the fence, and you know, all that could happen from that is good ideas and things like that. So it's good to have healthy conversations. Uh, we're here every Thursday night, seven central, eight Eastern. Um, you can find us on waypoint TV, YouTube. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, go over there and smash that subscribe button. Those of you that are tuned in on the YouTube channel, thank those on Facebook. Thank you as well. Uh, anything else, Jay? I'm a little jealous. I don't have any fans. <laughs> well, you got an OnlyFans, so you got some fans. This is true. Here. Yeah, so uh, I'll drop that link in the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we'll not do that. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen on there, man. <laughs> right on, right on. Until next time, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddling. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.